I've had a lingering question in my mind all week long as we draw closer and closer to the start of the 2023 BYU football season, and it is, what if it all goes wrong Saturday night? You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, this is your original daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports. And we are brought to you today by our title sponsor over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app now, create an account, and use the promo code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. All right, let's dive right in. As I, as I said in the open of today's show, I've had a question kind of lingering in the back of my mind all week long as I've read up on Sam Houston State. I've done these interviews. Obviously, we had Jason Barfield on the podcast yesterday. Had a conversation with David Law to in a special edition of the podcast. Coming up, you're going to hear from LJ Martin, one of BYU's stud freshman uh, running backs, a guy that they really are excited about. But I've had a question literally all week long, and maybe a little longer than a week, sitting here just pondering about this game because I, for one, cannot wait to have the start of the college football season here in earnest. Obviously, BYU playing on Saturday, the first full slate of games. Of course, we had games last night, Thursday night, Utah beating up on Florida, uh, most notably uh, tonight. There's a bevy of games on Friday night. I will be out at a high school game. I have got West High at Olympus on the KSL Sports Rewind and KSLSports.com if you want to tune in and hear my coverage of that. But nonetheless, uh, as we get closer and closer to BYU football, I've been wondering all week long, what if everything we've been talking about BYU football is all just fool's gold? What if they haven't really meshed? What if things haven't gelled with all the transfers and newcomers to this BYU football program? What if it all goes wrong Saturday night and we were all led to believe something that is not there and BYU suffers the ignominious, uh, I guess, despair of losing to Sam Houston State when they are a heavy Heavy favorite, according to the sports books out there. Most notably, our friends over at FanDuel, of course, a sponsor here on the network. That's the question I've had in my mind, and I can't shake it, honestly. So I decided, you know what, we're going to talk about this. I'm going to hash it out, and I would I encourage any and all of you, if you've got feedback, please, please give your feedback. I want you guys to... Uh, Talk me off the ledge, so to say, and let me know why I'm completely up in the night even considering this notion. Now, let's lay out the facts. BYU has really built up their brand and their overall depth and talent base over the past offseason. Obviously, making the jump to the Big 12 and Power 5 has helped BYU in a big way when it comes to recruiting, especially over the past two recruiting cycles. Is it where it needs to be ultimately down the road? No, it's not. But you've seen an uptick in terms of overall interest from athletes. One of them, LJ Martin, as I tease, will be coming up here in just a minute. They've also been able to increase all the funding and all the ability to train and feed their athletes, make sure that they have the latest and greatest when it comes to gear and everything that a, a college football player aspires to have in this day and age, BYU has endeavored to give them all of that. They've got NIL opportunities. They've got the transfer portal out there that BYU's used to great effect to bring in guys who are high-level talents to come in. They've settled the running back position, the quarterback position, offensive line, D-line, linebackers, cornerbacks, uh, wide receivers, uh, tight ends even, have all been bolstered by transfers in- coming into this program. 
But what, like I said, what if it is all going to go wrong Saturday night? BYU comes out and turns it over the first three possessions of the night. Sam Houston's quick strike offense scores three straight touchdowns, and suddenly BYU finds, finds himself down, let's say, 17 nothing. What, what, what then? That, that's the question I've had in my mind all week long. And it may just me being, I guess, uh, paranoid and uh, not getting an, enough sleep. I, I, I don't know. But it's been a question that's been in my mind all week long. Now, the other side of it is that the sports books out there very much favor BYU. I also had a conversation with somebody just yesterday who has a connection to a coach inside the Sam Houston program who is worried about the size disparity that Sam Houston is going to have when going up against BYU, particularly in the trenches. They think that they are undersized, speaking of Sam Houston, going up against some mammoth, especially offensive linemen that BYU has. BYU's offensive line uh, could average around 6'5", 300 and some odd pounds uh, tomorrow night, depending on which starting five walks out there. Uh, it's crazy to consider how big of an offensive line they have. Defensive line-wise, BYU is beefed up as well, and that's that's a concern that Sam Houston has coming into this game. So maybe I sh- I'm just up in the night considering all this, but call it what you will. Call it paranoia. Call it me just uh, trying to generate uh, talking points. Call it what you will. But it's the question that's been lingering in my mind. The other thing about this is BYU, some of you have pointed out, has brought in a number of new uh, members of this football program. Uh, by last count, somewhere between the vicinity of 58 and 60, the low 60 number in terms of newcomers into this football program. That includes transfers, returned missionaries, uh, high school athletes, junior college transfers like David Latu, who we talked about yesterday have all come into this program. And Kalani Satake said it earlier this week that he's appreciative of the guys who were holdovers from the last year and the years before who have ingratiated themselves with these, these newcomers and tried to bring the team together. If that has actually happened, I see no way that BYU goes out there and doesn't roll to a victory and get to 1-0 on the season. But if they haven't and they're all trying to pull their own weight and be the kingmaker out there and try and... Uh, do too much in their individual assignments, which was a big part of some of the defensive failures last year, particularly on the defensive side of the football. They try and do too much. They try and play outside of their responsibilities. They don't trust their teammates. That that camaraderie, that the, the, the gelling factor that we've heard so much about, about these newcomers uh, fitting in with the BYU football holdovers, if that doesn't come to fruition... Could that uh, cause BYU to fall flat on their face and be the laughing stock of the college football world, at least in some small circumstance, by losing to a program like Sam Houston State, who's making their debut at FBS in the FBS ranks of football? It's a very interesting question, and like I said, it's just been stuck there in the back of my mind, and I, I just have not been able to shake it. I'm tending to think that I'm just I'm overthinking this. I'm just getting too myopic in my worldview. My, I'm getting some tunnel vision on this game, and I need to go take a chill pill and stop watching football and try, stop trying to uh, dig into every single uh, angle of this game. But nonetheless, it's an interesting conversation, and uh, I'm interested to hear your guys' take. So please leave a comment if you're watching this on YouTube. Tweet at me on social media. I'm at Jacob C. Hatch uh, on Twitter. Also, Locked On Cougars is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's the easy handle to find. Locked on Cougars. Let us know your thoughts. Is Jake up in the night? Am I up in the night in thinking that BYU could fall flat on their face tomorrow night? Or is it a legitimate concern that you share as well? And why do you share that concern? I want any and all responses, and thank you in advance for sending them. And just an, it's going to be a it's going to be a crazy night. Now, let me also add one other tidbit. I'm very excited for tomorrow night. Football is back. It's such a short 
finite period in the sporting calendar, either, especially when it comes to college football. The NFL extends over about six months. The college football season, for all intents and purposes, is about three, three and a half months at the very most. We spend over three quarters of the year getting ready for what we're about to experience tomorrow night. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to be back out at Sam Houston State. I'll be doing the pre- and post-game show for the KSL Sports Zone. Uh, we'll be live at 7 o'clock, leading right up to kickoff, obviously, a post-game with reaction and sound immediately after the game goes final. It's going to be a fun night. But, like I said, there's just that little little part of me out there that's, uh, what, if, what, what if this all goes for naught? But, nonetheless, we'll uh, break it all down. Of course, we'll have any and all coverage for you guys, and I'm, I'm sincerely hoping that I'm just completely out of line, and I've just, I'm just... Literally, I, I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, you're concerned about this, but you also shouldn't be concerned about it. So I want your guys' thoughts on that, and let me know. Uh, I'd love to hear your guys' feedback on that. All right, we'll transition now. Uh, coming up, we're just going to, in just a minute, we're going to talk uh, with LJ Martin. Now, this is a kid I would expect to see on the field tomorrow night. He's a kid from the state of Texas, albeit from clear across the state, where Huntsville, Texas is where Sam Houston State is from. He is from El Paso, Texas. It is a long haul to go from Huntsville, which is just north of Houston, all the way to El Paso, but nonetheless, both in the Lone Star State. L.J. Martin excited to put on for the BYU football program. He explains exactly why he ultimately picked BYU, what his experience at BYU has been like, and what he has done on the practice field to earn the playing time it appears he's in line for as soon as tomorrow night when the Cougars take on the Bearcats. We'll get to that conversation coming up in just a moment. Now, quick, a quick word on our friends over at Game Time before we move on here. The best part about Game Time, my friends, is they want to help you guys out with whatever you're looking to get out to. Whether it's a sporting event like tomorrow night against Sam Houston State, you want to go to a theater. You want to go up to the Eccles Theater in Salt Lake City. You want to go to a, a big concert. No matter what it is, Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. The best part is they have flash deals and last-minute tickets, and they have a price guarantee, a low, lowest price guarantee, along with event cancellation protection, as well as job loss protection, all built in. It's on a phenomenal app, and it's easy to find and buy the tickets for every kind of event in your area. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball concerts, comedy theater, and many, many more. Take advantage of it now. And the best part is the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets on the same section and the row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Yeah, all your money back plus 10% on top of it. Snag the tickets without the stress with our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account right now, and use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time Today, Game Time Today Excuse me. last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your day. Thank you for making it, uh, being everydayers with us here on the podcast. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Friday whenever you watch and or hear this. Please continue to subscribe, rate, and review the show. We are knocking on the door of getting to 4,000 subscribers. It was my unabashed goal to get to that before kickoff. We're about 60 or so subscribers on YouTube away from that. So if you've not subscribed, even if you don't plan on ever watching my lovely mug on YouTube, Please go subscribe. Get us to that 4,000 threshold, and let's do it before tomorrow night when BYU kicks off against Sam Houston State. Also, a quick reminder for you guys, if you've not uh, done so, uh, not, if you have not done so already, please leave a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. Um, I've got a little bit of a tease for you guys. We're going to do a little bit, little giveaway after this interview with LJ Martin. Uh, so stay tuned for that. If you're listening and or watching, you'll want to know exactly what this is. It involves tomorrow night's game. We'll get to that here in just a moment. But before we do that, let's catch up with LJ Martin. Now, this is a four 
star running back, folks. He is everything BYU expected him to be. They flipped him from Stanford. When David Shaw, you'll hear him talk about, stepped down from his position with the Stanford Cardinal. He reopened his commitment, and BYU swooped in and scooped up a phenomenal talent at running back. LJ Martin came in as a guy who's probably 5th, 6th, 7th on the depth chart and just flew right up the depth chart and expects to be in line for playing time as soon as tomorrow night. Now, Aiden Robbins appears to be the number one guy for BYU with Deion Smith probably running number two. But do not be surprised if LJ Martin continues to maneuver his way into more and more playing time as the season progresses. The coaches rave about him. He's got a college-ready body, uh, college-ready body, yeah, college-ready body already. Uh, to get that out of my mouth three times fast. But nonetheless, he is a phenomenal prospect, and he has proven every bit to be the guy that BYU expected him to be when they swooped in and scooped him up in the uh, recruiting process. Huge win on the recruiting trail for BYU, and he appears to be a future stud for the BYU football program. So without further ado, here's that conversation with LJ Martin earlier this week after practice. You've been here for a few months now. What's it been like? Uh, it's been great. It's good people all around, you know, coaching staff, love them. It's been really fun to be out here, um, just getting to know the guys. My roommates, stuff like that, it's just been really fun. Now, obviously, you're a kid from El Paso. You flipped in the recruiting process. You were committed to Stanford, came to BYU. What ultimately sold you on the Cougars? Um, just the people here, just good people. Um, I was committed to Stanford, and it was because of good people. Once Coach Shaw resigned, uh, Coach Harvey reached out, and you know, just came down here, felt the same vibe. You know, just good people, genuine people. They want the best for you, and that's why I'm here. Now, obviously, BYU joined the Big 12. They will be playing in Texas a little more often than they have in the past. How? Is that any part of the conversation for you? I know that El Paso is necessarily Dallas or any of these other places, but yeah. was that was that part of the conversation at all? Um, it wasn't because usually they already play like power five schedule. You know, they'll have like what, like six, seven power five opponents, so I was already used to that. So I was like, okay, I'll go there, and then I realized, oh shoot, they're about to be in the big spot, so I'm like, it's gonna be even better, you know. So I wouldn't say it really had a factor. I already had my mindset. If it wasn't. If it was still independent, but yeah. being Big 12 was just another plus. Now, you, you've played some high-level football. I know Texas high school football is, is pretty elite. Uh, Sam Houston is a program outside of Houston. Do you know much about the Bearcats at all? Uh, I know a little bit. I knew a coach that was kind of recruiting me. He went there. Uh-huh. He was out of there. But, yeah, not not really much. Not really familiar with them. But, I mean, well, watching film, yeah. obviously, I'm familiar now. But yeah. Before that, no prior knowledge. But, yeah. I was talking to Coach Roderick, and he said that they used two words, disruptive and kind of innovative with their defense, the way they kind of line up. Would you agree with that assessment just on yes, film? Sir, yeah, just watching film, you know, they try to do certain things, and, you know, we just got to be prepared as best we can and just be ready for whatever they throw at us. How excited are you to be playing in your first college football game? Uh, I'm really excited, actually. I'm, I'm not sure how I'm going to react and stuff <laughs> like that. I'm really excited, you know, just to go out there, have fun, and just enjoy my time. I don't know during the recruiting process. Did you ever get out here for a game? No, I actually started talking to him in December. Okay. So, so. Like, <laughs> I think, I think like when they were go, pre- prepping for the bowl, so like the uh-huh. week for the bowl, that's the first time I talked to him. Okay. Much. That's when I was back here for my official. Okay. Yeah. Now, obviously, uh, you made the depth chart as a freshman here. Was that one of your goals coming in here? Um, yes, sir. It was just well, to be honest, it was just to come in and compete. 
you know, I know there's some great players ahead of me and stuff like that. So I just want to come in here, compete, give it all I got, and just get better day by day. Now, as I understand, the death chart is Aiden, Dion, then you, just based on what we were handed as a media core. Uh, how cool is that to think that all three of you weren't here this time last year, but now you're making up the main contingent of running backs? Um, I think that's pretty cool, but, you know, it's nothing to the other guys that have been here. You know, they're all ballers, too. You know, I feel like every we put any one of us in that backfield, then we're all going to make it happen, you know, with Miles, Hinkley, Luva, Enoch, you know, they're all ballers, too, so... Has there been any anyone in particular, I mean, maybe a running back, but that's kind of taking you under their wing as a freshman here so far? I would say pretty much everyone. Okay. Keelan Darius, they take care of me outside because I live with them. Uh -huh. Ray Paulo, too, so he's actually over there right there. But yeah, he's been taking care of me outside because I live with them. Uh -huh. um, who else? Ryder Burton, the uh, freshman uh -huh. quarterback, because he's from here. He's been yeah. trying to get me the offense and stuff like that. Aiden, the whole running back room, they all been helping, so it's just been a blast. Everyone's been trying to help me as best they can. Now, when it comes to this game against Sam Houston, it's obviously it's a, it's a tune-up game for, for Big 12 play, but what's the mentality of the team from your perspective going into this? So we're just trying to go in there and we're giving it all we got. You know, we don't care if we're playing the mighty might, you know, like <laughs> third-grade team to NFL team. You know, it's all the same for us. We're going to go out there, compete as best we can. And, you know, the outcome's going to be the outcome. Now, one last fun one for you before you have the your kid from El Paso, Texas, what's your favorite part of Utah so far? Favorite part of Utah? Um, I would probably say, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't even know. I guess kind of Sundays because uh, in and outs open and it's not like no one's on the road on Sundays. It's actually really funny. No one's on the road on Sundays. I Actually, you don't even have in and out of Paso, right? Uh -huh. So on Sundays, like no one's on the road. It's just like a ghost town, right? So I'm like, oh, yeah, right? So I'm driving, go through the... Uh, in and out drive through, yeah. and if you ever been to the In and Out drive, you know it's like 30 cars yes. long. On Sundays, it's like I, I swear I just it's like five through. cars, yeah. Yeah, I just rolled through. I didn't even wait in line. Nothing. It was crazy. <laughs> when was the first time you had it? Now we got here. Or? No, no, I had it because uh, I'd always go to Arizona and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. So I've had it a couple times. So yeah, that's my favorite probably. So yeah, I remember going with Ray. We ate it like four days in a row. It was insane. Like, yeah, this is before fall camp. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, you hungry? Yeah, I'm hungry, right? Because Dan wasn't cooking for us at the time. And now, well, and now, like four days in a row, insane. It, it, it's good stuff, there's no doubt about that. Okay, but as it compared to Whataburger, that's a big question. Ooh, I would say burger-wise, like if we're just talking about uh -huh. their hamburger versus their hamburger, I'd take it in and out. But if we're talking about like the other stuff on the end, menu, I'm taking Whataburger. My man. I like, the, I like the honey barbecue chicken sandwich, uh -huh. candy bell, all that stuff, so. Well, as a guy, you, my opinion doesn't matter for much, but I completely agree with you on all that. But LJ, thank you for taking the time. Sir, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. There you go, LJ Martin, BYU running back, and appreciate him taking the time. It was really fun to get to know him. And, folks, I, I, I'm dead serious. He's dead on about this. Whataburgers, burgers, pale in comparison to In-N-Out's, but essentially everything else, sans maybe the milkshakes at, uh, at uh, I don't know, the milkshakes are about a, a wash for me with Whataburger and In-N-Out, but really the Whataburger menu outside of their burgers uh, blows the doors off of most of what I've ever had I've ever had at In-N-Out. And I, trust me, I'm married into an In-N-Out family. I'm married into a Southern California uh, family. But nonetheless, 
appreciate him taking the time. It was good to get to know him, talk a little bit about uh, his uh, position, obviously, with the BYU football program, what he has done in his mind to uh, step up and really earn the reps he has earned so far. Really, really fun conversation. I, I've just got a feeling this kid is going to be a future star. Not a lot of freshmen are as uh, are, are as like, elaborate with their answers as he was, and I really appreciate him uh, really uh, stepping in and, and doing a great job in that interview and appreciate him taking the time to join us here on Locked on Cougars. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we're going to uh, finish up this Friday edition of the show with looking at the, the weekend ahead in BYU sports as well as a recap of what happened. BYU women's soccer pulled off something they have never done before in program history. And they there's not a lot they haven't done under Jennifer Rockwood, but they pulled it off last night. We'll talk about that. But before we do that, I have two tickets to tomorrow night's game against Sam Houston State. A very benevolent benefactor. That's a, that's a good term right there. A very benevolent benefactor of this podcast. A regular listener offered me two tickets to give away to tomorrow night's game. Now, many of you know that I've done ticket giveaways in the past. I bought season tickets for a couple of years in a row and gave them away to people that wanted to go to games. My whole goal is to give it to people that would not otherwise have the opportunity to go out to Lavelle Edwards Stadium and see BYU in action. So if you'd like to nominate yourself, you want to nominate somebody that you know, please email me. I need to I need to get on this right away. So lockedonbyu at gmail.com is the email address. Locked on BYU at gmail.com. Let us know who you are or who you want to nominate to win those tickets. I will make a decision. I will get you in contact and get you those tickets and you can go out and enjoy. It's a pair of tickets. It's two tickets to go watch BYU take on Sam Houston State. Fun Saturday night activity if you don't have a lot going on or if you've never been to a, a game at LES I'd love to send you out. Or if you haven't been in a long time or if you've got a family member that you feel like deserves to have a night out let me know. I'd love nothing more than to reward them. And like I said, this is not coming from me. It's coming from one of the listeners on this show. And I don't mean to get emotional about this, but uh, it's it's cool. It's really fun to have people that uh, are willing to, I don't know, just, um, man, it's not something to get that emotional about, but it's really cool that people reach out and say, hey, Jake, I want to send somebody to the game. Can you hook, hook me up with somebody that deserves to go? So, uh, yeah, so if you'd like to go to the game, once again, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. We'll hook you guys up. We'll get send you out to LES to watch BYU and the Bearcats, and uh, hopefully my fears of earlier on in, in the podcast are are completely up in the night, and you'll be able to enjoy BYU roll into a victory. But once again, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. We'll pick a winner. We'll get you out to that game uh, tomorrow night. All right, coming up next, as I said, we're going to talk a little bit about what happened in other BYU sports during the week. Uh, BYU women's volleyball and women's soccer are rolling, folks. They look every bit the part of Big 12 contenders so far early on in their respective seasons. We'll talk about them. And also, like I said, a monumental uh, deal, monumental upset, and a, a, a first ever for BYU women's soccer. We'll get to all that here in just a moment. First word on our friends over at UCCU. They have a new thing called Learn and Earn. The UCC mobile banking app is paying your entire family to learn about money. Kids look to parents to become financially literate, and parents don't always have the answers. Learn and Earn breaks down financial topics into fun, bite-sized educational games like quizzes and trivia. Every time a family member completes a topic, they earn points that accrue and can be redeemed for gift cards to stores like Amazon, Apple, Sephora, Walmart, Nike, and many, many more. There's age-appropriate content for every member of the family who can compete against one another and track their progress on leaderboards. More importantly, Learn and Earn is inside the UCCU mobile banking app so you can play at any time, 
anywhere. And the more you play, the more you learn. And the more you learn, obviously, the more you earn. Learn and Earn, part of UCC's award-winning Be Money Smart youth banking program, helping kids, teens, and parents have fun while becoming more financially literate together. It's all courtesy of your friends at UCCU. Love where you bank. Thank you once again for making Locked On Cougars a part of your day, my friends. Once again, please nominate your winners. Let's get them in right now. Uh, I'll do a giveaway. I'm actually going to do a little bit of a game day game day primer, a uh, shorter episode uh, for later today slash early tomorrow to get you ready of more of a in-depth look at Sam Houston, players to know, numbers to know, that type of stuff. And we'll anou- probably announce that winner, hopefully, by the time I record that podcast. But if you want to nominate somebody to win those tickets, LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Let's get on it. Let's fill up the inbox, and I'd love nothing more than to reward somebody out there. I'll, I'll just pick a random uh, winner for this one. Uh, so, um, by the way, if you guys want to be like this uh, anonymous benefactor and do have tickets you want to offer up to other BYU fans who may not have the means to get out, hey, I'm happy to connect the two parties. So uh, let me know. I'm happy to be the the broker, I guess, to help you guys out. All right, uh, moving along here. BYU women's soccer had an absolutely monumental upset last night. Now, number one, UCLA had the longest win streak in the country coming into this game. They were uh, just rocking and rolling, speaking of the Bruins. Ellie Walbrook, who's one of BYU's stars this year, played for that UCLA team that won the national title last year. She transferred to BYU during the offseason, and she got a chance to go up against her former teammate, in number one UCLA as BYU hosted the Bruins at Southfield last night. Well, BYU came out flying out of the gates. BYU had five shots on goal, scored three goals in a 3-1 upset of UCLA. To convert three goals on just five shots on goal means you are just, you're locked in. Some absolutely rocket uh, of uh, Ellie Walbrook scored against her former team in the 25th minute. It was Rachel McCarthy had the absolute golazo, just absolutely just rocketed uh, fr- to the upper 90, far left post. Absolutely incredible stuff. Walbrook had an assist on that. So uh, Ellie Walbrook got some, uh, I guess, revenge on her former team, a goal and an assist. And then Aaron Bailey finishing it off in the 79th minute with a fine goal off an assist from Olivia Wade Katoa. BYU gets outshot uh, by UCLA overall 20 to 15. But like I said, the Cougars putting more shots on goal 5-3 to three over UCLA. And it is the first time BYU has ever beat the number one team in soccer when they faced off against them. They were 0-5 all-time against number one teams when given the opportunity. The first ever upset of number one for BYU women's soccer. They're ranked number seven in the country right now. Should all go well this weekend. I would fully expect BYU to move up in the national polls yet again. Seventh largest crowd in Southfield history were on hand. 5,209 people. It was a complete sellout. Absolutely incredible scenes for BYU in that upset. And I got to give a tip of the cap uh, to Jennifer Rockwood and her squad. It's awesome. Awesome to see them doing their thing. Like I said, they're probably going to be a top five team this time next week. I'm looking forward to that. Now, BYU Women's Volleyball, ranked number nine in the country, has done nothing short of continuing to rock and roll themselves. They beat uh, Santa Clara earlier this week in a sweep and then followed that up. Uh, sorry, not Santa Clara. Loyola Marymount, excuse me. LMU, former West Coast Conference foe, came for the home opener Wednesday night and got sent home very quickly with a 3 nothing sweep. BYU opened up with a call in the doTERRA Classic uh, this weekend. They did that with a 3-0 sweep of McNeese last night. So big wins for BYU Women's Volleyball. They are back in action tomorrow night against UC Davis uh, out at the Smith Fieldhouse. That's a 5 o'clock mountain time uh, start for the women's uh, volleyball team. You can catch that on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, women's soccer, by the way, number 7, headed on the road across town to UVU. Now UVU has beaten BYU in the recent past in soccer, but the way BYU Women's Soccer is playing right now, I am not expecting an upset, but hey, it's still a road game and BYU will have to take care of business, but after beating UCLA, you can guarantee they're riding high. Uh, that one's scheduled to start at 7 o'clock Mountain Time tomorrow night uh, out 
there at Clyde Field in Orem, Utah. So if you want to uh, catch that maybe on the stream before you head into the BYU football game, you can do just that. So there you go. Uh, that is this edition, this Friday edition of the podcast. Catching up on everything going on, of course, in BYU sports. As I said, I'll have a more in-depth breakdown, some numbers, some players to watch, uh, my game prediction on a special edition of Locked On Cougars. Uh, we'll probably get that out later this afternoon slash evening and have it re- available for you guys in the lead-up to the game tomorrow. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We are pumping out all kinds of content here on the podcast and cannot thank you guys enough uh, for your support. It, it absolutely means the world to me that you guys consume as much as you do. So thank you once again, as I often say, for be- making it your first listen of the day and more importantly, being everydayers with us right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast and the Locked On podcast as a whole. So hope you guys have a fantastic Friday whenever you watch and or listen to this. And once again, nominate your nominees or uh, nominate yourself, I guess I should say, if you want to go out to the game tomorrow night to watch BYU and Sam Houston State. We'll have some fun uh, picking a winner and obviously rewarding them by getting them out to the game tomorrow night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So until then, have a great rest of your day, my friends. Thank you for, thanks so much for tuning in. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast. See ya.